Hi, I'm Jameson Newlander, Alan Frog from The Lost Boys, and you're watching the Frog Brothers Podcast. Let me get up it's refreshment time, folks. I'm just gonna go watch a movie. Do you like scary movies? I don't watch movies. I have to return some videotapes. You have a TV? No. I just like to read the TV guide. Read the TV guide. Don't need a TV. Books, records, films, these things matter. Call me shallow. It's the fucking truth. Over 1,600 titles, each for rent at just $2 the first night, and only a... Welcome to the Frog Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Alec. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Frog Brothers Podcast. I am your trash human host, Justin, with me, my esteemed colleague, human philanthropist, brother extraordinaire, Mr. Alec West, and our producer, Nick. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you tonight? I'm just realizing now, just looking at the camera down there, that uh, I don't have much of any eyebrows. And our father has no eyebrows, so I wonder if, like, I'm just losing them entirely. That's a... Uh, it's better than having, like, overly huge eyebrows, but it's like, you can paint, you start to look weird. You can paint them on. It will make up. That's yeah. true. Yours are way better than mine. Like, you barely see mine in there. So, you know, we've all got things. Never said I was a handsome man. We've all got our little secrets. Born with a face for radio. That's where I show you my balls. <laughs> the bubble gum? Did you step in some bubble gum? Got some hair in it. What the fuck are you? <laughs> That's wrong as fuck. Uh, I was referencing Scary Movie, the first scary movie where the gym coach's balls fall out. Yeah, that's pretty coach. So uh, this week was a little bit mild with news compared to some other weeks. Last week was just so big with everything else going on. Oh, it's uh, so big. You know, this week's a little less exciting. But if you are in the market for Ghostbusters merchandise, I ordered the $15 Proton Wands for my kids tonight. And I ordered the... Uh, Ghostbusters Clue game from Amazon. So excited to see those arrive. Um, it's a difficult time for me to be a collector because I've got a lot of stuff ordered, a lot of stuff being delivered, but I'm also moving next week. So it's a whole lot of packing and like trying to remember where shit's at. So I feel like in a few weeks, I'm going to be like, where the fuck did I put everything at? So I'm going to have to try to label stuff as I pack. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's uh, usually what helps when you pack and move and you write on the box, this is what's in the box. Yeah, I mean, the that's box. pretty standard, Justin. I had to, had to pack those VHS tapes extra secure. He's talking like he had like a... Yeah, the what's in the box. No. Hey, speaking of what's in the box, though, I did get a nice collection of Ghostbuster stuff that we'll do an opening video on pretty soon. Some of the stuff's pretty dirty, but I will do an unboxing video and then I'll clean them up and show you how everything turns out. We'll do a before and after. The before and after. And then we'll show you in the tub with them cleaning them. <laughs> oh, man. Get some bubble bath going. You can see my beer belly. You can debate whether or not you can nurse from me. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish I had some meet the parents sound clips. If you had enough, if you have no, Greg, could you milk me? Some of what you are about to see and hear is explicit. <laughs> yes. New sound clip for you. That should be put into the intro song. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's basically your warning. Um, we've got a pretty action-packed episode ahead of us. We're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, the new movie, The Suicide Squad. We're going to talk about Batman. Not talking about that today. That's a different, that's a different episode. Oh, shit. That is a different episode, isn't it? You're going to edit this out. Mm-hmm. We're recording it tonight, so he's con- he's getting confused. Oh, but we are talking about Running the behind the magic. They like the little teases of the behind <laughs> the scenes, which, by the way, soon we'll be launching a Patreon. Uh, but it'll be there'll be a, a very cheap option and a also pretty cheap option. There'll be two tiers. We'll be launching yeah. that probably next month. I want to say. I so. realize you may want to see people's butts and boobs and things like that. So we don't want to be at too crazy high of a price point. We want to be a, a good value so you can support us. And we will also show you our boobs, butts, and buttholes. Well, that's just a freebie. We do that anyway. Behind the scenes. Actually, if you're not nice, we're going to make you pay to not see that stuff all the time. That's actually what's going to happen. <laughs> no. You got to pay to unsubscribe. That's like the top level tier is you can just get my personal Snapchat. You know, like yeah, uh, Snap for life. Right. And then all that's I do good. is get on that Snapchat and jerk off. <laughs> like like that's what a lot of women do with snapchat so mm-hmm. i'm just taking it another way yeah so we're so talking you're about to see and hear <laughs> is explicit <laughs> we're talking about one of the greatest batman movies ever made batman 1966 tonight also known as batman the movie yeah that's what we're talking it even says wap on the back which is kind of like <laughs> does that mean like the same thing as fap because that's how i take it it's a precursor. And oof, it says, which is a big thing people say these days on the interwebs. And we're going to pitch our own Batman movie. Yeah. So it's going to be amazing. Who gives a fucking shit? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk some Twin Peaks. But as far as news goes, um, get online, order a shirt, order a sticker. We're trying to support Children's Mercy Hospital locally. So thanks to everyone who's already picked up some of the goodies. Um, we'll have some shirts available to show you off how they look and everything like that here pretty quick. Happy to do that. And uh, it's pretty awesome. We've got people supporting us with stickers. So I've got another order today. So I appreciate that. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. really, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Uh, but we're just going to jump into it. So, uh, well, actually, what we're going to do first is talk about the new fucking toys I bought this week. Thanks for asking. Oh, fuck yeah. What'd you buy? Well, Nick bought these for me and I sent him the money because he found them where? Three hours away. It looks like he's looking at my dick, doesn't it? But he's looking at my Frankenstein's your, your monster. Frank and weenie. Well, NECA. He's got a little glare there. Yeah, there you go. Angle it. No, 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 no. Yeah, it looks good right there. I can see. Sweet. I love the box art. Um, I'm eager to collect the NECA Universal Monsters line. Mm-hmm. They've announced at least a Wolfman. Um, so Dracula. I, I have. I don't think they've announced Dracula, Mommy. but I can't wait for. Yeah, same. Oh, uh, they did announce a Dracula movie, the Renfield movie. 
Uh, they announced some casting for that, which is kind of one of Dracula's henchmen. So speaking it's called of Renfield. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, interesting. That's yeah, that's the guy who is steals the fucking show next to Bella Lugosi, his character in the original Dracula. Yep. And uh, Universal has big plans for monsters. Uh, they also have a little golden books version coming out talking about the. Uh, is, is this the one that's going to follow the Tom Cruise movie? No, that they they abandoned that concept. Part of the dark universe. The Invisible Man was that Blumhouse kind of starting over, but oh. it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to continue that at all either. Or be I don't. Committed, so I don't think they're going to do a shared universe. I think they're just going to get back into making some of these classic horror movies and just kind of going with yeah. some modern takes on them, which is perfectly fine by me. I don't need all that shit to wrap up. And I would like to see it all wrap up. Because, I don't know, like, there's some good generations of it, and I'm only recently starting to get into some of the Hammer films. I'm going to start buying some of those so we can cover some Hammer Dracula and see Christopher Lee as fucking Dracula. Um, Peter Cushing as... Um, Grand Marf talking, talking. No, but he's in... Grand what is Marf. He, who does he fucking play? God, I, I just instantly forgot, but he's also in, like, some of the Hammer uh, horror remake stuff. But I also picked up uh, the Quint Jaws from NECA. That is excellent figure. That is the only one I've seen. Go ahead and enjoy. Um, across it yet? That's why I don't have it. They've announced at least Bruce. They showed off a shark model of him, and it's fucking big. And then they did. Um, I will get that. They showed off. They're working on a Hooper. So I can't wait for that. But got a few things that works. So it's going to be awesome when they actually get these released and out. They, and they canceled the Roy Scheider figure, but like. You should get another one and cut it in half so you can stick it in Bruce. Well, I think you might be able to stick this if one he, in Bruce. Yeah, if he doesn't go all the way down. Yeah. I want to. I love he comes with the crushed beer cans and shit. The Nagansat beer or whatever it's called. That's what it's spelled. Machete, the baseball bat. Shotgun or rifle. I don't fucking know. And a shotgun. Two guns. And a massive, massive cock. That's hitting underneath the slacks, though. Yeah, but you can t t see by the outline. They, like, sculpted it and everything. You're going to stuff yeah. those fake no, I'm pants. just kidding. But that'd be pretty cool. What else did you get? Uh, that's about it. That's all I have. But check out our PKE meter review. We just did that. We're going to... I'm going to be opening this bad boy, doing a review of that demonstration um, this week. So keep your eyes open. Yeah, the PK meter is pretty awesome. I'm excited for that. And uh, we got a comment on there today. It said, like, if you kind of shake it or move it around a little bit, it'll do some additional sound. So we um, have a six sad world today later on for some of the comments that we have on our YouTube. And it's hilarious. Yes. <clears throat> stuff. And don't forget, we do have our toy defender design coming soon. So you can add. If you're like us and you're not a fucking complete wanker about life and your existence, then you can be a toy defender. Are you going to have a costume? Right. For Planet? No, not for Planet. But mm. um, I guess we're going to go right into... Uh, you know what I just watched? Me pulling a can off some morons fence. Return of the Jedi. Did you see Alien? When that uh, creature was in that guy's stomach? <sighs> Really old movie. Empire Strikes Back. Jesus, Tony, welcome to retro release review. Woo! Yeehaw! Batman 66, Batman the movie. 
this is great. I used to watch this as a kid, even before um, Batman 89 came out. I remember seeing this movie really young age and like renting it after seeing um, the Batman series, like reruns on, uh, on TV as a kid. I feel like it was so, on TV a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, it was. TV like show in the movie. Yeah. This is one of the first, when I was, uh, this is probably one of the first value bin DVDs I remember buying at Walmart for like five bucks. And uh, I didn't have cable for the longest time after I moved out. And so this is one of the first DVDs I bought and like watched on the regular. It was like, oh yeah, let's throw in Batman again. It's so <laughs> good. Yeah, I um, actually didn't see this the first time till I was maybe 11 or 12 and I'd already seen all four of the original nineties Batman movie, you know, Batman 89 returns forever and Batman and Robin. But I watched this one day and I knew it was going to be goofy because I had already, I always seen pictures of it, but it's one of those things like when you saw pictures of this, but you had already seen and were more familiar with because Batman 89 is one of those movies I can list off that I don't ever remember watching for a first time. It's, I've just always watched it, you know, like Ghostbusters, Great Outdoors. For sure. Planes, Trains, Automobiles, even Christmas Vacation. Hmm. A lot of these movies, I just, they're just built into my brain. And that's one of them. So uh, it's kind of weird. Batman has just always been and always will be to me. So when I watched this, I had to go into it with a different perspective, but I was also 12. So I was able to enjoy it because I had also watched the Scooby-Doo Batman crossover stuff from the seventies. So it's pretty easy to digest this one. Yeah. And I love how, um, you know, towards the end of Adam West's life, uh, he did, was able to get a couple of these animated films out in the style of this movie. Yeah. Continue on with that, that kind of character with Burt Ward, you know, doing Robin and everything. So it really was, yeah, Pretty they did some comics too at one point. Yeah. Um, speaking of, they are doing a Batman comic series, which we will be covering in some form or fashion this eventually. Yeah. And this eventually, yes. Yeah. It's a digital version. So with the trade paperback release that'll come out eventually, that's probably when we'll get to it. I'm not one for the I don't mind digital comics, but comics, man, I'd really prefer just to read and have yeah, yeah, I'm not getting the digital version. I'm waiting till they're all out and just well, I'll probably buy the individual issues because I actually like individual issues, but um yeah, especially on a small run like that, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this movie is just as campy as can be, which is amazing in its own way. Um, I think I'm the only person who is smoking weed when I watch this, and out of the three of us, at least not out of everyone. Maybe hopefully there's a few other people Does it out help? There who, who blaze up. Hell yeah, it does, especially when it opens up with all these psychedelic colors and like yeah. cool, lit, cool lit shots and, and shit during the opening sequence. And I'm like, all right, this sets the tone. I'm here for it. Yeah, the opening is pretty cool. Yeah, I like all those shots and the colors, like oversaturated and just one color and everything. It's pretty cool. Was Bat- Batgirl wasn't introduced until the second or third season, right? Yeah. This, so this so was, she couldn't have been in this movie anyway. No, this been. came out between the first and second yeah. season, which I'm not super familiar with the show, but I've been toying with the idea of picking it up and watching it all. But uh, we're streaming it somewhere at one point. I think it's on Prime, is what I hear, mm. but I don't have Prime. Yeah, I kind of got an itch to watch it now. Um, it's a good series. I mean, there's a lot of fun stuff in it, and this movie just basically amplifies it because it just brings all the villains together, which works so well. Yeah. 
Um, it's funny though, like some bits you're just wondering, is this hilarious on purpose? Yeah, like some of it clearly is, be. but some of it you will just wonder, is this just a sign of the times that it's hilarious? <laughs> or no, very tongue in cheek. Like I think they knew right. what they were doing when they did this. Like there's no doubt about it. They're like, hey. Well, I think that for sure with like the riddles and stuff, because the riddles are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like the fucking, uh, what is it? A sparrow with a machine gun or some other kind of bird maybe, but. I think it was sparrow. <clears throat> Either way, we're going to think it is now. You know what I had the biggest epiphany while watching this movie though? Listening to Adam it West deliver his dialogue as Batman specifically in the way he would pause and talk is just like, oh my God, everything about Jeff Goldblum's existence is based on Adam West as Batman. Just the way he speaks, the pausing, and you know, the tone of his voice is very influenced by that. You're stoned out of your mind, man. <laughs> no, I could see what you're talking about. Um, uh, I got a big kick out of that. There's just some funny things in here that are always like, they do them in the show too, so it's not like you can say it's only attributed to this movie, but like the instant costume changer always makes me laugh. Oh, yeah. Fucking hilarious. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure they ever show that in the TV show, but like, how does that work? Yeah, I don't recall. They just fall into the suit. And it... Like I said, I'm not super familiar <laughs> with the show, but I want to be. I want to be. I want to believe. Yeah, there's a lot of things that they introduce in this that was never... In... Wasn't even subsequently used in the show. I don't think like the bat boat and copter. I don't remember. If yeah, they were they're in the, in the show. show. That's the one of the reasons they're in the movie is the directors of the show wanted, and you know, the, just the creators, the whoever's in charge was like, yeah, we, if we put these in the movie, then we'll have them for the show. So they used them later in the show, just not. In the first yeah, I don't think they were in the first season. I okay. think no. I, I couldn't remember if they were ever used in the show at all. There's all sorts of weird things. Like so, at some points, I don't think in the movie, but like at some point, Batman's. You know, his little uh, square things on his belt are made of like sponges and stuff so he can actually bend over and stuff and not be super uncomfortable oh, yeah. and weird stuff like that. Um, they definitely make good use of the vehicles because they use the bat boat twice. They use the bat copter twice. The bat copter's dope Then they have the bat uh, cycle with the go-kart on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the shark scene is so fucking infamous. Um, yes. But I love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> when it happens it's so cheesy and crap and then like they have so much dialogue to explain why it was complete trap crap and you're just like what the hell are you doing and watching like, it who would have known batman had a anti-shark repellent this feels like watching a 90s movie that's like making fun of batman like an older style of batman or like the brady bunch movie yeah that's what i mean like yeah. the brady bunch movie and charlie's angels yes like it's how those are that's what it feels like. It's fucking hilarious. Um, I like how they they call themselves like we're, we're ordinary citizens. <laughs> the way he talks and everything is amazing. Oh yeah, the shark repellent bat spray. That's what it's called. Yeah, that was amazing. And then like the shark blows up, and you have no idea why until later on in line. So fucked up. Because like, like they, they ate him on. Like what? They stuffed it full of TNT, is what he said. Yeah. They're like what? What the fuck I are you like, talking so about? Trying to blow up Batman with the. So they they stuffed the shark in this bomb box base or shuff. I can't even talk right now. 
They filled this shark with bombs and then blew him up. Today, to Junior. <laughs> um, I gotta say, it looks like Cesar Romero's uh, mustache was trimmed way down for this movie compared to a lot of the times in the TV series when he's like refused to shave and they just had a fucking cake that white makeup all over his face to cover it. I don't remember ever seeing that as a kid on the small TV with, because it's such bad yeah. quality that I think yeah, you can see it very well. But now that I know about it much from a higher yeah. definition. I'm like, I can't fucking not see it. Like that's all I look at when he's on yeah. screen. And it's so distracting now. They should um, spend the money and just digitally erase it. Uh, there's like, some like of these they did Superman. And, there's some of these uh, lines that are hilarious in there where um of course not we're fully deputized. Or uh, of course of course not. I think it's actually the commissioner that says it. Batman and Robin are fully deputized. And he's like, yeah. And Robin says something about support your police. <laughs> so he has a whole little intro thing at the very beginning, basically saying like, we recognize all the heroes out there. And thanks for you doing your work. I'm like, you're in our inspiration. And you're like, okay. A little bit of ass. <laughs> so I have to say about that. <laughs> so um, another crazy part of that is that this is the second Catwoman. First Catwoman did not make it to the movie. She had a back injury. That would have been uh, Julie Newmar. And then did. placed by Lee Merriweather in the film. Yeah. Catwoman, three seasons, or in three episodes of season three. And Eartha Kitt, we know and love from the movie Ernest Scared Stupid. So uh, she's a little old lady and she's fucking badass. But And the movie uh, Holes. Yeah. Lee Merriweather. Your family are cursed forever. For all, no, for always and eternity. That's what she says. But Lee Merriweather's a good job as Catwoman in this. Um, she's interesting because she does this like Russian accent, but this was like pre Cold War or just kind of right at the Cold War stuff. So, like, they still had Russian press yeah. questioning it. So, it was kind of a weird time. Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. Was um, she ever in the TV show as Catwoman or did she just do the movie? I think he just said that she did some. Oh, she did, do but the not teacher. a lot. Oh, okay. Um, Catwoman's at the press conference though, doing the Russian thing in the Gitka. in the outfit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I like when she goes back <laughs> to the man. Couldn't figure it out. She's wearing leopard right cat clothing. That man's a fucking moron. Her name's in this. Kitka. He's like, I just want to get some pussy. I love after he found finds out that Kitka's Catwoman and has a dramatic moment. He's like sad. Yeah, um, I like the uh, a fucking pirates. Ahoy, Catwoman! <laughs> you fool! I told you never to address me by my real name. Like, it's like just over the top cheese. <laughs> fucking ridiculous! And just pirates in general. Oh yeah, fucking ridiculous. I will say I love the fucking design of the penguins submarine. Like, yeah, they bought it a week ago. Like a whole fucking penguin with flippers and everything. Yeah, it's amazing. <clears throat> Penguin has that fucking umbrella they ride later too that rules. Yes, and that's like very Mary Poppins esque in my opinion, like the way it feels with the moving backgrounds they shot it on and like the fans, you know, it's so cheesy. Like, it's I like how they're all fucking bickering though, and then like Joker shocks them and shit. Like yeah. they do this throughout the whole thing, but at one point, like the whole torpedo sequence is fucking just ridiculous because it's like every five minutes, like I feel like Penguin's like, "Are you loading the torpedoes, Joker?" And he's like. Woohoo, ready to go. And then uh, it fucking just keeps doing that for like 20 minutes. And then eventually they launch the torpedoes. 
Yeah, I feel like the movie got a little repetitive at parts. Like they don't know how to make <clears> a feature length movie instead of just like two 22 minute episodes or whatever. Right. That's, that's what it felt like. It felt like they combined like maybe a two or three part episode into a movie. And so like they recapped some things in there instead of just extending the season. You know, it was probably like, oh, hey, they're going to give us the money to make a movie. So let's kind of roll it that way. Or like all the dumb fucking labels in the bat fucking cave. So yeah. it's like, He's like the water dispensary is clearly labeled in a magnifying oh, yeah. lens. Yeah. Like yeah. fucking everything's just labeled to the Batman as a label maker. Right. Just fucking goes crazy with it. Either that or Alfred does when he's fucking bored at home and he's fucking doing coke and he's like, I'm gonna label fucking everything. <laughs> Alfred on some fucking coke in this movie. You gotta give it to Alfred in this movie because Alfred is a fucking skis, a dirty old man. Because when Bruce Wayne okay. and uh Catwoman are smooching and getting it on like and then he's like, robin turns the tv off and uh he's like ah, sh- shouldn't we uh be watching this uh master bruce or batman told us to watch mm-hmm. this and he's like eh, you know they kind of make a joke about it but like you clearly oh, see right, right, master bruce would want me to masturbate exactly master dick <laughs> and for dick, would you like me to masturbate you while we watch master bruce fuck catwoman feel like that's one of the more boring versions of alfred we've ever had at least in this movie like in the series i don't remember him really standing out to me in one way or another but in, especially in this movie it was just like oh, okay like all i remember his being a, a creepy old pervert in this well he's ridiculous as fucking batman and robin because he's dying and shit yeah it's ridiculous i don't like that one at all i love the episode where alfred has to dress up as batman because they gotta be somewhere at the same time as bruce wayne Oh yeah, and he's just like this old man. I think I've seen a picture of that. Got the mustache. <laughs> that whole part in this movie when they're like, "Why isn't Batman showing up yet?" and like none of these dumbasses realize it's the fucking millionaire they've already got captured. Yeah. And then, <laughs> the episode uh, where he talks to Commissioner Gordon as Bruce Wayne and Batman, and he doesn't change his voice at all. He's just like from one phone to another, with the same voice. <laughs> yeah, I get so used to looking at looking at him being batman that when he's bruce wayne i'm like yeah he looks weird, yeah, he looks weird to me because he's not fucking wearing the cowl just... one of the one of the funnier segments is where they just fucking run through town because like there's some scenes of them like shooting them running down through the street somewhere in like an actual downtown area and then there's like the moving backdrop they have when they're running and you're just mm-hmm. like and the editing is just like one scene to the next and it's so weird and bizarre it's amazing like the further you get from this movie, the better it gets in time. You know what I mean? Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, like the fucking torpedo sequence, the, uh oh, he must have a soup. What does he say? A super energy reverse polarizer. Mm-hmm. And the battery dies after two. <laughs> oh, no. The battery has died. The No, he says the battery or oh, something. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Luckily, that porpoise swam in the dude. That's so fucked up and weird. (laughs) They're like, "Thank God that that porpoise jumped in the way of the torpedo." Yes, he really sacrificed himself. (laughs) Dick Willikers. And then he talks about like how Batman like just didn't let the bomb go off at the bar, and Robin. (laughs) He's like, "Drinkers, Robin." But they are they are still people, and they're like basically trying to give you the inspirational speech about changing your path in life. No, I love that. <laughs> what does Robin say about like, 
I can't imagine not being able to trust my own eyes. <laughs> like they're talking shit on druggies and shit, and it's hilarious. I, I even wanted to get that bit that you you just said. They, <laughs> they may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also humans. But like, I wanted to get that as a fucking soundbite because it's hilarious. I didn't absolutely clever, but the bat cycle, how you have that little scene where they go get it out from behind the woods. Yeah. I love that. Cause that was like, it's like, you know, when they just reuse the same footage over and over again. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking hilarious when they do that shit. There's a lot of fat in, um, these kind of shows. Um, I'm still stuck on the porpoise giving his life for us. <laughs> That's so ridiculous to me. Cause they just cut away and they don't explain. <laughs> and the next shots of them driving away in the bat boat. And they're like, uh, yeah, thank God that porpoise jumped in the way of the torpedo. Well, I mean, just think about all the animals that died in this, like the shark gets blown up, the, <laughs> the porpoise dies and it's like, okay, what the hell else is going on here? The penguin kills a lot of sea life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For someone named after sea life, he sure doesn't like to keep them alive. Russian banana. I feel like that's a sex act. <laughs> Basically. Um, you know, because there's a lot of Russian porn out there. Yeah. Some of what you are about to see and hear is explicit. <laughs> no, uh, the Russian banana bit, though. Do you remember that? One of the riddles? Mm-hmm. What was it like? What was the one that led him to Russian? Like, I don't even remember. It it's like so fucking dumb. Or something. Yeah, uh, something about what do people do when they're uh, in a hurry? They're Russian, Russian, exactly. Out to sea, sea for Catwoman. Yeah. Um, the riddles just make me want to slap someone. <laughs> the riddles are so cheesy, man, intentionally, and it's just like so weird. I like how they have that guy, though, trapped in the fucking uh, bunker or wherever he's at. and it, like, Commodore Schmidt lab? Yeah. And they have, like, the fucking guy out there. Well, he's, like, in a cabin. A picture on the, of the ocean and shit. He's in a cabin on the submarine. Yeah, he is. And the Joker takes him to tea. He's like, oh, this is the greatest. The problem with the submarine is, like, an, I've confused some bits of, like, that with the hideout that they have that's not the submarine. That she walks into earlier in the movie mm-hmm. so that's my issue with that well, then they got the whole segment where you know bruce wayne tries to fight all the bad guys when he wakes up after he's kidnapped and the best part of that is that normally you get a lot of the flops and punches and the sound effects and those kind of fight scenes but there's no, there's some scenes where they don't even like have a fake hit sound like there's just Bruce Wayne swinging at people and people falling over and there's no sound effects at all and I was like what the hell that's kind of uh, dope though yeah I know I thought it was funny though because nowadays it's like so overly done and right. you're so used to hearing that and like to not have it beside some of the fight sequences I was like oh interesting well see that's the thing during the first season the text when he would hit someone would be overlaid on the image mm-hmm. like a comic. Mm-hmm. Second season, I think going forward. Filled the whole screen, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Interesting difference. It was for budget reasons. So they could just splice something in instead of having to draw over it, I guess, which I don't know. I understand how that would take a bunch longer, but whatever. I don't know. 
I don't know, understand 60s filmmaking, so. TV making. TV filmmaking. Words. Exactly. Smoke weed every day. You do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he lives by his own advice. So, anything else to say here? Come on. You got something. I'm, I'm trying to decipher my notes. Sorry. I don't remember them ever like basically kind of failing because at the end, I guess everyone's brains are swapped, like the UN people. So they're like the the British guys, the Russian and or whatever. Yeah. The French guys, the Japanese and so on. Well, yeah, because yeah. they have that. Then they're like, then they're basically like, let's just kind of sneak out the window. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. Hilarious. And that's all based off. They all got fucking like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that silly fucking gag that, you know, as soon as everyone comes out, you're like, oh, okay. Um, but Commodore Shidlap or Schmidtlap. Shitlap. <laughs> shit dick. Yeah, shit dick. It's been your yeah, brain. he knocks it over and sneezes. Yeah, he knocks it over and sneezes everywhere. Uh, okay. So that was like just one of those cheesy moments in there. But I remember as a kid, like, thinking it was so cool, like, seeing these piles of people dehydrated. So I imagine like that's kind of what it looks like when you're burned, when you're cremated, and you just got a little pile left. You're like, I notice when they dehydrated the Japanese guy, his pile was yellow. I wasn't analyzing the colors of the piles. I just reminded me of like one of those little DIY sand oh. kits. Like, <laughs> can somebody make a layer of the bat? You know, like here's Japan, here's Mexico, whatever you know. And they only had nine countries listed at the time. Like the world's nine leaders of the world and you're like no we don't need that yikes and then miss, about that. <laughs> miss kitka when batman realizes miss kitka's Catwoman after just ask after her uh mask gets knocked off and like, oh, fucking music starts playing. fucking idiot <laughs> yeah and like he has no idea and she has no idea and then robin's like aren't you gonna and he's like no we don't want to reveal ourselves and you're like oh my god just so silly it's r- ridiculous right um all the villains are so over the top in this at times no oh, fuck like, yeah they are you know what i i was thinking recently i watched the new it movies like the lot like this week uh-huh and i was like oh my god bill skarsgård feels like he's doing a caesar romero hmm there's I got those vibes from him, like his Pennywise. Yeah, for sure. Like he's like, nowhere near as creepy, but you know, he's like, just as weird. Catwoman's the most like kind of straightforward character through this whole thing, even though she's doing her like Russian accent and everything. Would you like for me to take your pants off instead? <laughs> <laughs> the Riddler, though, that actor's great. He's so over the top. Yeah. And they're just kind of weird, but I feel like the Riddler and the Joker are too similar in this series. Like they're both kind of like on the same wavelength. Like, and I guess just the, the that happened Joker, in Batman Forever as well. Yeah, but the Joker we have now it seems to be much darker, more of a killer than what you know what we've previously experienced. So it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit more interesting to see like those two just kind of play that comedic effect for the same thing so it just kind of felt like their jokes could have bounced back and forth besides the riddles yeah um some of the fight scenes though like i think there's a scene where like the riddler when they're fighting bruce wayne 
just watch the background characters because it's fucking hilarious there's a scene where like the riddler like jumps over a couch and like you know he acts like he's supposed to be trying to hit somebody or hits into somebody and like you can clearly see they're just catching him because like that's how they rehearsed it (laughs) so terrible when you're like oh man he was basically gonna give him a little hug oh my god that's good oh yeah it's it's amazing so no, this Batman movie is so great. It still holds up. It's just so much fun because it doesn't ever take itself so seriously. You're like, yeah, I can't watch that. And you're like, no, this is this is such a sign of the times. Yeah, I'm gonna check out. There's an audio commentary with Adam West and Burt Ward. I haven't listened oh, to that. Cool. Tour of the Batmobile, Batman featurette, theatrical trailer and teaser, English stereo, English mono, French mono. And subtitles in English and Spanish. I'm going to have to check those out. I like all the stories that are coming out now, even from Burt Ward, about how Adam West was like fucking like two or three girls a night. You and bet. They, and he was just the biggest fucking. He, were about, he was a fucking huge <laughs> TV celebrity in his prime, and he was single. He, and he was this wearing, guy was wearing tights all the time. Like he was just doing his thing, man. Literally. I imagine. Um, I wonder if he fucked back. Burt Ward probably had to pull him out of a pool of pussy juice and resuscitate well, him. I think like Burt Ward said that Adam West brought him into it. Like I'm sure he probably did. had like an orgy together at least once. Come here, young Burt, and let me show you where the wild goose goes. Sure thing, Batman. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Oh, I wonder if he banged Aunt Harriet. Probably. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Just to say I did. I know. I think oh, best, besides, you know, like hearing like his Hugh Hefner type stories and also comparing that with Stan Lee, it's just amazing to hear this shit because he did so much other voice work. Superhero sex organs. And, you know, he just, he was very self-aware of the, the sense of humor and style of shit he was doing, which I think is great because there's so many people that take themselves so seriously as celebrities. And like, this is a dude that clearly knew what the fuck was going on and had a blast while doing it. So that's pretty fucking admirable. I guess they considered him to play James Bond like uh, after Connery or something too. Mm. When they were kept thinking about getting Americans to play Bond. So he kind of looks like Roger Moore a little bit. He probably would have been okay, but. Yeah. You know, with that series, I'm surprised they didn't just throw him in like an Americanized version of Bond, like where they mm-hmm. you know, set in the same universe and just called him somebody else as the American version. I forget um, who ran the series originally. It was ABC or NBC, but when they canceled it, NBC or whoever was going to pick it up and start it over again, but they'd already torn down the Batcave. So they said it'd be too expensive to rebuild. So it never got picked back up again. Dang. So we could have gotten more seasons of the show. Unfortunately, you know how much I sacrificed. They were a little too late. That's crazy that they had all that going. I mean, I think that show for a short ran series, you know, because it didn't last too many years. Was it a couple three three seasons? seasons, I think, yeah, something like that. It was like 90s. Like, that's great. You don't ever get to the point where it's just become shit, which I think a lot of series, you know, we're we're in a lucky spot now where a lot of people are like, you know what, I don't need to have 88 seasons of this just because it's popular. Like, let's try to just tell a good story. And, and you know, there's obviously still plenty of serial bullshit going on, but yeah. I think we're finding a better balance again. I with mean, that. Stranger Things is getting a season four and people, a lot of people are already just over it. I'm actually pretty excited to see where it goes, but. I'm, I'm hoping this is the last season just because I'm like, okay, 
season two had a like two or three good episodes the rest of it was kind of mediocre season three brought it back and then we've just waited so long for season four now that it's like okay i think season two if you just cut like three episodes worth of material out of it i don't think it's necessarily bad like there's no one episode that's bad necessarily it's just that there's a lot of extra bad shit did they plan to do more than one season no i think they originally wrote it as one thing and then I mean, that's how lots of stuff happens. Back to the future. But season three of Stranger Things is just as entertaining as the first one. I mean, usually a TV show, they plan on doing more than one season. The second one tried to capture the first season again too well. The third one, the third season was like, we are changing this up a little bit. Yeah. Like they referenced a lot of more different types of pop culture as well as the similar same shit they were doing. So yeah, season two was like greenlit and then they're like, Hey, we need this immediately. This is such a hit. We can't wait too long. And so it came right out and that's why it felt so rehashed because they didn't get to spend the time on it. And so then when they decided to do three, it was like, Hey, we're going to, we want to take our time and get this right. Yeah. I haven't watched the fear street stuff from Netflix yet, but I want to, I watched the first one. 90s one. Yeah. yeah. Any good. And I watched it late, so I kind of like dozed off here and there. Mm-hmm. And I started the second one to get very far because I went to sleep for good. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. It's a lot more uh, adult, I guess, than I was expecting, maybe. Oh, yeah. I've heard it's pretty fucked up and pretty cool. There's a lot in the 1660s. That's the third six one. one yeah, yeah. There's I heard there's a lot of like lesbian shit in that one. Ooh. Like les- yeah, I need to, lesbian witches and shit. So I need I'm like, to, all right, cool. I'm, I'm down that. for that. I'm going to watch the first one again and then watch the other two. Well, I think they're all supposed to kind of tie together, which is interesting because you see the... Yeah, because the characters from the first movie are in the second one and then it kind of flashes back to the 70s. So it's all connected. Yeah, so I think I, it's interesting that they did the original, you know, but I guess it makes sense to release their origin story as the last episode. I thought you said orgy story. Orgy story. The lesbian orgy story. We said lesbian. Not true. It's going to be a coven of witches be fucked by a coven of witches <laughs> you were fucked by an oven full of witches you ever see a monk get wildly fucked by teenage girls exactly what i was <laughs> really oh, <wow>. yes <laughs> fuck yeah well we're gonna move on to our uh i literally tried to do a theme song for this last night but i just wasn't feeling what i was working on for a theme song for this i need to do something more theatrical so i still have to i'm still working on it but we're uh, doing pitch a summer tent pole, a Batman movie. We'll just make one up real quick and sing it for us. Uh, that's it for you. Yeah, there it is. It's ready. All right. <laughs> you had ice cream for dinner, didn't you? He's a grown ass man. Don't fucking judge his decisions. I saw him buy an ice cream at Target earlier. I didn't need it yet. Oh, ooh, I could. I'm saving it. Oh. Hey, we, we were, were saving, saving that. that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, now there are two of them. So who wants to go first? All right. So we are pitching Batman movies. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, Nick. Yeah. I gotta go first. I think we should let Nick go last because I think he is probably the more knowledgeable person about Batman than both of us as a whole. But I could be wrong on the whole. I mean, like, you probably know more about actual comics of Batman than we do. 
I haven't read a lot of the comics, but I've read, I've like, read the main few, the main so. things. Yeah. I've met like Killing Joke year one. Why I've never collected every issue every month since childhood, I don't know. So I feel like we might also have more to say about his at the end, but I don't know, maybe not. Okay, well then, start us off, Alan. Well, fine. I'm gonna go with mine's uh two movies, but one is a sequel to your first, movie? and it's actually yeah. But also other movies that already exist. But the first one's kind of well, it's I guess a sequel too. Uh let's just face it, I'm I'm doing a Batman Beyond movie. Mm. With Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, directed by Tim Burton. He's back. Um writer though is gonna be Ryan Coogler, writer of Black Panther. Uh score by Danny Elfman. We'll get him back too. I think uh, Schumacher could have done Batman Beyond because wasn't it more of a neon futuristic city and stuff like he did in mm -hmm. Forever? And, but I'm and thinking Robin. more of like a, a still dark like that, but like Blade Runner. Right. And uh, shit like that. The Crow. The Crow, there's less neon and shit, but you know what I mean. Uh, so you have to say of Michael Keaton. You have, uh, I say fuck it. And since it's a film universe one, you bring Michelle Pfeiffer back too. Since she... Uh, is alive at the end of Batman Returns. Isn't there a rumor that she's in Flash? I'm not sure. Maybe. Again, this is something that could actually happen. It may actually happen, but... I think it probably will. I hope so. And just because I couldn't think of any actors with dark hair who were around 18 years old... Finn Wolfhard. You know where I'm going with this. Finn, Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> he's in... I didn't really want to do too much... Uh... He's in mine as Robin. That's hilarious. <laughs> But Terry McGinnis is a high school student, so it works. Um, and then he has a sidekick that's sort of his Alfred named Maxine. A younger teenage girl. Any guesses? Robin? McKenna Grace. Oh. Because <laughs> fuck it. I've already been impressed by what I've seen her do. So in just the fucking trailer for Ghostbusters. among I've seen her in one other thing. I can't even I remember what it is now. But. Netflix horror series that she's in. She's pretty good in that too. And then the villain is going to be Arnold back as Mr. Freeze. But um, basically there's a thing where Mr. Freeze is no longer a villain, right? That's kind of what happens at the end of that one. He I goes to jail just, still. I think they said Mr. Freeze will live a long time too because he's... Yeah, so basically they, eventually they Batman's trying to find a cure for him. And they're working together to try to find a cure, but the cure actually makes it worse. So that pisses off Mr. Freeze, and he becomes the villain again, and young Terry McGinnis has to stop him. Mm -hmm. And there's also an appearance from the Joker's gang, uh, which is in the show, which yeah. is like a gang of Jokers. There's no like actual Joker in that. There's sort of like a leader, if I remember correctly, that might be like, what yeah, you call leader. the Joker, but I don't remember it super well. I remember him having sort of dreadlocks or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, weird. But um, the what? sequel would come in with um, the Justice League and time travel. So a Justice League probably from the 90s, like the late 90s Justice League. And uh, since this is all sorts of fiction, I would probably just cast Nick Cage as Superman mm -hmm. from that unknown film. Um, I don't know. Angelina Jolie as uh, Wonder Woman. Who'd be a good Flash from the late 90s? 
Jeff Goldblum. So your movie t- is filmed in the 90s? Yes. All right. Okay. So you have a 90s Justice League that time travels to the, they're dealing with time travel when to the Batman future Beyond of Batman. Come out? Batman Beyond came out after Batman, the animated series, and then the new Adventures of Batman or whatever that one that was. With Batman, Robin. It was basically just a direct continuation. Yeah, it was yeah. A con- exactly. That's what I'm saying. This was the third one. It's of like that. Slimer and the real Ghostbusters kind of. Yeah. Well, Batman Beyond also crossed over with Justice League, the animated series. Like, Did it? Like twice. Hmm. So I was like, huh, that's what I want to do. Cross that over in the next one. So that'd be cool, I think. I mean, I'd say you could just cross it over with the current universe, but that's kind of already happening in a different way. And I don't necessarily want to step on that's toes in my imagination. (laughs) But that one would probably these days be directed by Snyder, written by Gunn, score by Elfman. So that's my uh, pitch for a Batman movie and its sequel. What do you got, Charles? All right. Well, mine's an interesting one. Um, very similar and very basic concept. So mine is a Batman 89 universe sequel. Mm-hmm. So we start off and we see Billy D. Williams <laughs> as Harvey Dent and as Two-Face in here, right? We don't see the transition just because you see that in flashbacks because instead of doing a bunch of Batman flashbacks to his childhood, we see... You already know, show it on a courtroom in the on a TV <laughs> where Batman's just somehow in the fucking courtroom in his... He holds up the notebook. Right? He's the in the fucking court... Batman's just in the courtroom, <laughs> like, just chilling in his bat outfit. Uh-huh. Like, probably... Could like, testimony a, be valid? I can imagine him sitting there in his outfit and having to, like, adjust his nuts. <laughs> you know? Obviously, it's, it's paper everywhere. Still, yeah. Michael Keaton is Bruce Wayne. Um... But that's funny. We both take it. It's kind of one of those things where Two Face isn't the main villain throughout. You know, it's kind of one of those you see him there, but it's kind of setting up his own picture later on. So you see some of these things going on as he's causing some stuff. But the main villain of this movie would be the Man Bat, mm-hmm. and that would be Dr. Robert Kirkland Langstrom, played by Alias Cotius. Um, I just think that he's <laughs> good for a doc. He's got a good build for Elias. Elias, oh yeah. Justin pronounces names weird, funny sometimes. I mean, we all do, but it's funny because Justin does super weird ones to me that like, you just have to point out that it's a simple pronunciation. Like you've heard the name Elias before. Yeah. You just never, you never known anyone named it. So, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so he would be the man bat and the doctor. And so you'd see him kind of going back and forth. Not Spider-Man, a man spider. Exactly. (laughs) But I always loved the episodes of Batman the Animated Series with the Man Bat and just the first like, episode was the Man Bat. Yeah, and you see like how much of a crazy villain that is for Batman, right? We've never seen we always kind of seem to, to see the straightforward villains on the movies. Yeah, I'd love to see like Clayface and something like this. Big yeah. And I would love to see how fucking weird the Man Bat would be per Tim Burton. Like, why wouldn't you, right? seems like every time we get a, they're going to make a movie with a different villain, it always gets canceled. I'd say a man Batman, if like a modern director, because Tim Burton hasn't been good since the 90s. And I, I mean, I also <laughs> picked Tim Burton, so. But I almost picked like Guillermo del Toro, which I don't like some of his movies. Like that, that fish fucking for, movie, I don't like it. That'd probably but, be good for man bat. Movies. Like, that's what I mean. Like a man bat one, like his creature effects 
type of shit and directing i think would work well with that but this would have had to have been made around the time that batman forever came out instead and then obviously you would get some marlon waynes as robin in there obviously well, funny because they had uh was it a deleted scene where they had like that giant bat creature in batman forever yeah that was a dream sequence but yeah, yeah it was cool i've seen the footage it's so that could have been like man bat yeah yeah but i think you got to have the marlon waynes as robin in there even though he's just kind of he would more likely be helping with the harvey dent two-face situation but obviously he'd have to come in and kind of bail Batman out with the man bat and, you know, make Batman realize that he does need some help from time to time <laughs> that he doesn't have to have intercourse with. So, so or he can't doesn't be. have intercourse with Robin in your movie. Not, not in this one. Huh? Oh, so what happens off camera though? And it's insinuated. <laughs> That's implied. But okay, it's cool. Also in Burton. So I'll make sure. Ward. And I didn't follow any specific stories on that, but I just thought the man bat would be a great terrifying creature to bring to life, especially when I think to like early nineties prosthetics and special effects and like, yeah, been, yeah. Cause you know, like the way he shot all those in such dark areas to see like the man bat flying around would be pretty awesome. So that that's my pitch. Yeah. I just wish they would make more just DC would focus on Batman movies and show us some villains we haven't seen before. Well, yeah, make those. And if you want to bring the occasional other hero in to help out here and there, whatever, you can do that now. People don't care why or how they got there if they're just helping. Mm -hmm. Right? I am excited to see the Matt Reeves Batman. Yeah. Which I didn't even realize, but he directed Cloverfield. And I'm looking, and I'm looking forward to it, but we're still getting Penguin again. We're still getting Catwoman again. We're still getting Riddler again. Yeah. We're just getting a different uh, interpretation. But I just want to see some different villains. Yeah. I mean, those are, it's, it's like, there's like Batman and Spider-Man pretty much have the most famous villains. Like Batman has more than fucking anyone that are actually super iconic. Well, so at least you're not just seeing the Joker constantly. Yeah. I think that the patents but, the movie does well, I think, you know, they're going to use the, I mean, it's the like common the, villains for the first one to get it going, but hopefully they do something. Well, that's different. what I mean. Like Catwoman, we've seen three times yeah. since I was born in movies and can include the Halle Berry version. Joker, which, we've seen a million times. But, I mean, I would like to see another Poison Ivy and a Mr. Freeze. But also, like, this Penguin is more comic accurate in this new one. Yeah. He wasn't like a fish man creature. Although, I mean, I love the fish man creature. Riddler but, seems like they're doing something a little kind of different with him than even in the comics. Yeah, for sure. But he goes uh, out that way, too. Speaking of the new Batman, though, the uh, first toys from that are hitting shelves. You can get the Hot Wheels, um, the Batman. A new Batman movie? The new Batman movie, Hot Wheel of the Batmobiles out now. I've seen it in Ooh, stores. Really? I actually yeah. kind of like the design I, of that because it reminds me of the 66 one combined with like. I kind of want to collect all those. Uh, the newer stuff. All those. Kind of like a muscle style car that's just been kind of pimped out, which is kind of neat because the last ones have been so militarized. It's kind of lost on me a little bit just because the designs like mm -hmm. looks like off the shelf military trucks the early comic batmobiles were kind of like this yeah it was just kind of a regular car oh yeah like the 66 one just a souped up regular car one, yeah. that's what this gives me the vibes of obviously not like not like that one but still i mean he's just starting out and this is like a second year in this movie maybe later on you get the more outrageous tanks and shit but yeah i don't know yeah. either way 
Uh, Nick, are you going to tell us about your Batman movie? Okay, mine will take place in the Snyderverse. As predicted. And since we got screwed out of the Affleck solo movie, um, I want to kind of flesh out whatever happened with his Robin. Obviously got murdered. Um, I think Snyder's at least confirmed that the Joker killed him for yeah. sure. And I guess Harley Quinn helped. And it was Dick Grayson. It wasn't Todd or anything. Tim Drake. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, Batman's obviously, they make reference in Batman versus Superman that Batman wasn't always as he is, like killing people and being more asshole, not caring about, you know, life and stuff like that. People always complain, well, Batman's not supposed to kill. But obviously this Batman has gone through some shit and now he just doesn't care. Who's Robin? Oh, yeah, you said Wolfhard. That's Which I don't know how much he's going to be in this. Probably just flashbacks, him getting killed. Oh, okay. I mean, he'll probably be in it more than that. So maybe I don't even need to cast someone as big as Finn Wolfhard. But just like Finn Wolfhard's and everything. So, Well, it's interesting because it's like, should Robin actually be a teenager or should he be like someone who's 25 or... Something? Well, I also thought Finn Wolfhard's 18. And so he's kind of like later Robin anyway before he went off to be Nightwing. Yeah. So I thought that worked. And Batman's been Batman for 20 years now. So if Robin started out pretty young, it works. But, uh, you know, you'd have your uh, Jeremy Irons back as Alfred, Jared Leto. Reluctantly, I would have his Jokers for continuity's sake. Yeah. I would love to have. Uh, well, if it's written well, it could be okay still. Yeah. No, you know. I never if it was written, hated Jared Leto. If I only hate his Joker mainly because of the writing and the costume design and shit. Like, yeah, give him a chance in a good kind of like. <laughs> I think George Clooney could have potentially been a good Batman if he was in a better movie. Well, right. Yeah, and George Clooney was not necessarily bad. The movie's bad though. Of course, Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, J.K. Simmons, Commissioner Gordon. Um, I couldn't think of a Hugo Strange. I want Hugo Strange in this. I couldn't think of who to cast on my own, so I kind of looked on the internet see what people were saying. A lot of people said Lars Mikkelsen, hmm. but uh, we definitely haven't had Hugo Strange in any live action film. Yeah. And I kind of want like, so Batman's kind of gone off and he's a little more violent now, a little more reckless, kind of doesn't disregard for human life and stuff like that. So the police are kind of after him again and they bring in Hugo Strange to help capture him or figure out who he really is to help them capture him. Hugo Strange obviously figures it out like he did in the comics. And, you know, like in the comics, he's tried to like, he knows who he is. He's tried to like become him and just kind of like fuck up his whole life. So oh, we become one. So kind of a more psychological film, maybe. Hmm. And we get to know, you know, Batman's obviously snapped. Robin's been killed. I want to explore that and why he is the way he is in Batman versus Superman and such. And, uh, kind of get inside his mind a little bit because Hugo Strange was like a psychologist or whatever too I don't know no um, it sounds good I was trying to think of a particular comic book story to kind of base it on I couldn't remember exactly how it went I always maintained that Batman was the best part of the new Snyderverse stuff mm. so I, I always wanted to see more of that specifically like Batman versus Superman is the most rewatchable out of all that stuff to me because it has the most Batman and yeah, it's pretty much a Batman movie. Yeah, well, I mean, I think there's 
like again like there's i've only watched it like twice but if i was going to go watch something else because i wanted some of that batman batfleck that's probably what i'd watch because i don't also don't have to sit through four hours of a fucking snyder cut either well the extended cut of bvs is three hours yeah that can eat my ass too but i it actually works better i mean they cut out shit that they shouldn't have cut out because <laughs> then it makes the movie make less sense but i think henry cavill's a good superman just maybe not the most ideal superman movies yeah he had or you know yeah it's just mostly comes down to writing and like what you're trying to do with the story i mean all that just feels like it was just trying to catch up to marvel and had they just let it breathe and do its own thing it would have been completely different because it all just felt rushed and like hey we have to do this now and you're like well they act like only the justice league movie would make them money but a a solo batman movie is going to make you money Obviously, Aquaman and Wonder Woman has made them money. Those are two of the more successful movies they've had. So I don't know why they were in such a rush. Like, we should have had a solo Batman movie before they did BVS. Yeah. Solo Aquaman, solo Wonder Woman before they did Justice League. Well, they should have just been like, all right, we're going to universe build this bitch. And by the time we get to Justice League in five movies, it'll be worth it. Yeah. That's really what they missed because, like, yeah, the dark version of Batman, you don't understand his motivations. And then Jared Leto, right, is this whole thing where he's a great actor. He can get into character and be in a role. And then, like, this version of the Joker was like. The only thing I have to say about him is that he runs a cult on his island, <laughs> which we still have to run a six sad world about it. I, maybe we even did. But either way, he runs a fucking cult on an island, don't forget. So he is kind of a fucking weirdo and an asshole. But all actors are weirdos in some aspect anyway. All I'm saying is I don't hate him as an actor, but I hate some of his performances. Um, Some of his choices on the sets of movies where he's acting like a fucking asshole because he heard that other people who portrayed the Joker acted like fucking assholes, which they didn't actually act like assholes. They just emerged themselves in the role while you were a weird fucking prick. I watched the little things with him and uh, Denzel. It was pretty interesting in that. I just think the character designed for that, like, here's the white trash Joker, and you're like, why do we need the white trash Joker? The tattoos didn't make any fucking sense. The Joker is not. No, that makes, well, I think there was a version of the Joker with fake teeth, but actually that makes sense that Batman just knocked all his fucking teeth out. I mean, I guess, but still, it just adds to the look of like with the. But the tattoos are stupid. Joker's not going to tattoo damaged on his forehead. He's not going to tattoo ha 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 on himself. Well, he's also not going to lay around like an edgelord in a circle of knives laughing maniacally. Like, I could almost see that being drawn in a comic book. Well, I mean, you can do whatever you want with Joker if it's a different universe. This isn't like the main continuity of the comics or stuff like that. But is it a good choice? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it a good different thing? It's too childish. It seems like a childly written thing. But in the Snyder cut of Justice League, he doesn't have the tattoos anymore. I don't remember if he has the gold teeth or whatever, but now he's got like long hair. Yeah, see, it just doesn't work for me because the character doesn't feel anything like the Joker at all. And it just like... I I, I thought he was maybe a little better in the Justice League, but the dialogue was atrocious. Like he's talking about reach-arounds with Batman and stuff. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, you can't necessarily blame him and not the people writing and directing. Yep. Hmm. I think the most iconic character that's emerged from this DC stuff is obviously Harley Quinn, though. Yeah. Which we'll get into the Suicide Squad review in a different video, which you should also check out on our YouTube if you aren't 
we do have one more segment to go on this episode. Yep. Talk so some twin twink peaks. Twins, we're reviewing twins. We now return to the real Ghostbusters. Diane, 11:30 a.m., February 24th. Twin Peaks. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Bill Murray is the funniest man on the planet. Episode by episode. Two segments. Yes. Uh, don't let me forget. I will. All right. Um, episode 14 of season two called Double Play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, Justin's going to take this one. Though. Yeah. Tell us yeah. all by himself. What was your first impressions <laughs> on this one? Well, there's a lot of cool shit in this one, actually. So Cooper is a psychic. Yeah, he predicts the wounds on this corpse. Fascinating, huh? Almost as if he had seen them before. Or oh. did it. It was the one-armed man. It wasn't. And then at the end of the last episode, or near the end of it, we saw that uh, Leo finally decided to wake up from his comatose state. Yeah. And he comes back with vengeance. And- Leo, this scene is awesome. I love how it's lit. I love how their house has like been under construction for this whole show, too. Just one of those interesting little touches. It's like, yeah, somebody could be doing renovations in life, and then their life falls apart because they're doing shady shit. Like, that's realistic. Yeah. Just one of those interesting things in this show. And... um that motherfucker wakes up. It's like all dark in the house. <clears throat> you see his shadow standing there. He has an axe. And he's like, you've been a bad girl. And he like fucking chases her around and shit. And at one point she stabs like the outside uh, plastic to get through to the outside. Because like I said, they're doing renovations or something. So there's just plastic separating the outside on one part of the wall. And uh, she cuts through with a knife. And then Leo throws her fucking across the room. And... Uh, Bobby shows up to the rescue, um, distracts Leo long enough that Shelly gets to stab him in the fucking leg. Barely, like Harley Gutman goes in. Right. Is it in yet? That's what Leo said. Like this, it's like influenced by horror movies, influenced by, you know, like the whole chasing with that. You're like, is this, did you? lift this from the shining chasing someone with an axe because this feels an awful lot like the shining i mean you you have some of that i mean obviously peaks is very much horror yes like, it's not clearly only horror it's horror comedy soap opera it's like fucking a lot of shit but, um, but it horror it is does it pretty well i think yeah but you also get like those you know in a lot of soap operas they're killing each other and killing a scorn lover and shit like that so this like plays perfectly with that whole bit as well yeah i like how andy uh also tries to tell this is uh you know another one of those stories i hate but we got to talk about it just because it's fucking ridiculous andy's trying to convince um lucy that uh little nicky is fucking a murderer and he killed his parents when he was six (laughs) and uh dr hayward eventually comes in later on and it's just like you know what you're fucked up in the head for thinking this. His parents were killed and you're fucked up. You're all fucked up. You're wrong. You're weird. Uh, even though like- Dr. Hayward has some secrets of his own, which you may not have heard about yet, but we will get there. Um, Cooper talks to Harry about uh, Wyndham Earl 
and he admits all of his fucked up shit that happened with that. For example, that he and Earl were partners assigned uh, to protect Wyndham Earl's wife because she was witness to a federal crime. Uh oh. And then Cooper fell in love with her. Probably fucked her. Uh, you know. She wasn't in high school, probably. Well, that's no, that's what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> Wyndham Earl is much older than Cooper. So I wonder how old this woman was. I wonder if Cooper was like fucking an older woman like James is in the uh very terrible subplot, which we'll also get to. Well, so Cooper likes older women. Well, I don't know. Cooper because, just likes um women. He does actually take interest in a woman pretty soon here. Oh. You'll see in the later half of this season, portrayed by someone quite famous. David Duchovny? No. Although, let's face it, we all want to fuck David Duchovny's Denise. And drag, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, basically... Cooper loved uh, Wyndham Earl's wife, and he believes that Wyndham Earl killed her to cover up a crime that he committed. That's and um, maybe Cooper's just like, yeah, I got in some bad shit because I fucked my partner's wife. And he lost his shit. I don't know. Uh, Major Briggs shows up, and he's like fucking drunk. And he's like, I was in the White Lodge. And they're like, fuck you, buddy. But he uh, tells you that he went to the White Lodge while he was gone. I like uh, Cooper's hair in this episode. It keeps like <laughs> falling down in the front, looking all like, uh, oh, this is definitely, we're getting into the 90s here. We're getting there. Like your hair was looking like that for a while. Um, Thomas Eckhart arrives. Eckhart. Who's that? What's that actor's name? I need to look it up. Who? Thomas, Thomas Eckhart. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. He's very famous. Was that the one I was trying to figure out earlier? He's in Titanic. David Warner. It was him, wasn't it? Yes. He's in Titanic and... Um... Yeah, because I saw him when you were watching he had his sunglasses on. Star like, Trek. That's what you know him from, isn't it? Yeah, he's in Star Trek 5 and 6. Interesting. Tron. Titanic, like I said. Uh... Some Star Trek stuff. It's pretty cool. Because he's in this. David Warner died in 1989. Jesus. What? Really? Or is that the character? Oh, the character died in 1989. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. This was filmed after that. Is this man a ghost? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? First, the pilot was filmed in 88 or 89. I don't even remember. David Warner's still alive. I I didn't think he died. He is 80. Jonathan's murdered, so they're convinced that uh, Josie might have some sinister shit going on around her. Mm-hmm. Um, they get up to Seattle there. Evelyn basically. Murdered Seattle, yeah. So. Yeah, she's uh, talking to James, and she's like, I want to fuck you, James. I want to fuck you, James. And he's like, uh... Yeah, I mean, I want to fuck you, but like, you're also a little bit crazy, and I don't, you have a husband, and he's like abusive, but sure, I'll fuck you. And then, um, after the vinegar strokes, she, well, I don't even know if they fuck right there. I don't remember. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I know they fucked at some point. It's kind of implied, but 
James likes older women. He's like, I'm in high school. She's like, I don't care. He's like, I'm calling the FBI. Your phone is making sounds in my earphone. Um, It's not really good news, but... No. Her husband gets murdered by their car, basically. Like, he... It's fucking hysterical. She's standing there talking to James, and the husband is there, too. And they're like, oh, yeah, the car's great. How's it going, James? And he's like, it's... Like, there's just this weird awkwardness because he's like, yeah, I fucked your wife, but you beat her, so I don't care. But also, I think she's about to maybe murder you. And then he leaves. James leaves. And then the the guy gets on his in his little car and drives away. And it doesn't, the camera angle doesn't change away from Evelyn. Just shows her face. And then, like, you hear a fucking car crash. Like, 10 seconds after he drives away. So, like, apparently he died. Yeah, so apparently <laughs> heard it too because like that's a pretty quick turnaround to die when you're just driving out of your own fucking driveway. Right. Like did he Anton Yelnick that shit? Yelchin? Oh, well, that's, that's pretty fucking dark to bring up, but hey. Well the, the parking brake failed and it rolled down on him when he was checking his mail. Yeah. And crushed him. Shitty. Well, I didn't bring bring this down, but um Yeah, well thanks. That's that was really tragic. Jeff Colum, it's a really inappropriate time to laugh, I would say. Yes, that's rude. Now, granted, your laughter does bring joy and smiles to millions of people's hearts. Mm-hmm. But surrounding death with that is inappropriate. So we get to see Leo stumbling through the woods and going to a cabin. <laughs> Lightning the mood. Who's he find in the cabin? He found. And for me, it's a symbol of my individuality. And my belief in personal freedom. Wyndham Earl. Yep, Leo uh, meets Wyndham Earl. And this is one of the weirdest fucking think parts of the show, too. Wyndham Earl with this motherfucker. But I can't remember what episode it is, but pretty soon we're going to see a very interesting cameo from um, an actor who you've seen in some low-budget horror films. Ooh, low-budget. Nick Miller? No, good guess, though. I mean, I would love to see him in Twin Peaks. I'd have been dope as hell, honestly. He would fit right in. Like a good character. Like Harry Dean Stanton is in Fire Walk With Me, the prequel. And he's in The Return. Like, that's a perfect fucking addition to Twin Peaks. He and David Lynch are like the same fucking guy. (laughs) Have you ever seen, like, Harry Dean Stanton? There's interviews with him when he's, like, really old and shit. And he's just, like, he's fucking amazing. And he's hilarious as shit. He's kind of an asshole and still... I mean, he's dead now, but, you know, rip. <laughs> Love that guy. Asshole's dead. No, in a good way, a funny way. Yeah, so... um, Oh, the Civil War subplot is in this one, too. Mm-hmm. We pick up on that with uh, Jacoby's fucking sitting there studying fucking Ben, who thinks it's the Civil War. He thinks he's Robert E. Lee. And um, Jerry shows up, and he sees Jerry, and he's like, Ah, General... What does he call him? General Jeb. And he's like, he thinks you're General uh, Jeb, uh, whatever the hell. You have to play along with it. This is actually very healthy what he's doing because you see by reversing the North's victory in the Civil War and making it so the South won, he's actually going to be reversing all the negative things that he's done inside himself and some weird shit. Yeah, there's some subplots in this show that are just fucking... Civil War one's great. 
Don't yeah, talk. That's, that's a fun one. The Evelyn it's one's a- awful, and yeah. it literally is just as Nick quoted earlier from Wayne's World too. It feels like you know how Wayne's World two is making fun of that like stereotypical yes. murder my husband shit. Mm-hmm. It's very much that. Um, He's a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I think we're going to wrap this up for this one. So, Yeah, I guess so. Maybe next time watch the episode, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll think about it. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it before. Not. But, uh... You know how badly I can beat you, right? That about rounds it out for this one. Oh. Except for Six Sad World. Oh, fuck. You, you got to say it louder. I wasn't hearing you. Why is your memory so bad? Why is my memory so bad? Maybe he's not angry right now. Now <laughs> it's out of reach. Smoke weed every day. No, this is Six Sad World, not your angry rant. Where is the uh, intro? Oh, board? I mean, are all your friends Satanists? A young Frenchman photographed this flying saucer, or is it? From a... Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography? We're discussing Satanism and the occult this morning and some of the dangers. Telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of the land. For the purposes of this study, we will focus on the number 666. Tonight on 6N World. Tonight on Six Sad World, we're talking some of our YouTube comments, which are fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. People like this for YouTube comments. People get triggered so easily. I don't want to rip off fucking, yes, have some toy anxiety. But, well, you know, sometimes. That's not where I got their ideas. I know. I'm just saying. They do a segment called Sad Comments, where they read sad comments of the internet. These are specifically right off of our fucking YouTube page. That's what I'm at for your, for this page. <clears throat> so. I'm going to go with the one that's really fucking bad from today. Cause one guy was like, sort of trying to argue with me. That the is, pack... there a, is there a couple short, dumb ones you could throw into? No, there's oh. thanks for reviewing this. Oh, that was nice. Love the video. My brother. Oh, who was that? Name them. If they're nice. Uh, love the video. My brother is from JLS fire gaming. Uh, thanks for reviewing. This is from Island media. Oh, well, thank you. Do you actually watch the podcast though? I don't know. If you do, you get a shout out. Anyway, my video, basically, I talked, it's a brief, uh, you know, minute and a half video about the new Hasbro Pro-Chan pack, all of which I will gladly show you now. It's right here. And uh, this thing's fucking hilarious, right? So listen to this, Charles. Read it aloud. I read this earlier, but I knew knew exactly what you wanted to do with it. After I read it, I was like, oh, my God. This guy says, uh, well, in the video, I basically talked about how the most common complaint this is getting is the back and how it's opened. Um, and people are upset because it's cheap and it doesn't come with a wand. There's a million different things. There's put your own back on about. it. Um, he says, this is the problem with ghostbusters. <laughs> Everyone seems so eager to accept lame excuses. Like it's for kids when all the toys suck, all of them. So where the OG packs and they felt significant to a kid. That is a sentence, by the way, by itself. Yeah, don't fix the grammar. I'm not fixing the grammar. That was the sentence, which isn't actually a complete sentence because it addresses something and then does not finish. At least it uses punctuation. We'll give them that. That thing is less of a pack than the Halloween ones. 
Who is this for? What kid wants to run around with just the pack on their pack that can't even hold the proper wand they are making? Uh, holds the other wand. Sorry, I'm upset someone is trying to sell my kids these cheap toys when all they want is one good proton pack yeah. they can buy and run around the house with. As kids, we had the pack and the trap. They were easy to get. <laughs> you bought the pack and you bought the trap. You bought those two things and you had everything you needed. I never had the trap, so it must not have been that easy. <laughs> PKE meter, wand, pack, and trap. All you'd need them are the goggles. And no, they were as cheap, but they also were as pointless. What? <laughs> like, first of all, you can't start a sentence with and. Like, that's fucking second grade shit. And you're talking shit on the old Ecto goggles and popper that. Well, it doesn't. I can't tell. It seems like he's trying to defend those things. Now you need to buy this cheap thing, a PKE meter, which does. I think he, he means to say doesn't, but he says now you need to buy this cheap thing. A PKE meter, parentheses, which does look movie accurate. Then the wand, and I guess we just aren't getting a ghost trap this time. Moron. This is a terrible waste of time for anyone hoping they just make a more movie accurate rendition of the pack we got as kids. This was made in Amsterdam. Hollow plastic shell and simple proton wand. This is simply a horrible peg warmer. Only thing I... The line that looks decent are the PKE meter and he wand, but the wand has no pack. And this is the best we can get I, again. So he likes the PKE meter, but he also said it wasn't movie accurate. Mm -hmm. Well, he said it is movie accurate, but I don't oh. understand how that's a complaint. And it's not movie accurate. So, mm, yeah, I mean, it looks very good. Yeah. Close for kids. It's about as close yeah. as this is. It matches. Yes. The quality. The color is the most often. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's fine. Well, I mean, the, the, the ears, if you want to get technical, aren't on the inside of that one. There's stuff like that, but it doesn't matter. It's a kid's toy. We get it. Hearing this fucking ignorant statement is out of control. When the line, I'm not even done. Hold on. He's Sorry. still going. Because there's, remember how I opened up the video was saying, there's not much I can say about this proton pack unless you wanted to go on a stupid, annoying rant about how much you hated it, like this fucking guy in the comments. <laughs> But what's my favorite sentence is only thing I period. The line that looks decent are the PKE meter and he wand, but the wand has no pack. He wand. Yes. And this is the best we can get. This thing sucks even for kids, plain and simple. Stop blaming fans for not liking garbage products. Justin, does your kids like this? Kids love that. Oh, it's interesting because I replied to him. This guy's never even had sex. <laughs> let alone children he's not allowed anywhere near children probably. he's not allowed anywhere near women or humans well yeah he's probably on the registry list i'm surprised he was able to manage to get a computer the people at that mental hospital that he lives at should be fired he like locked the staff um, anyway like banging on the door i responded you should seek a therapist it is for kids and guess what i've seen kids play with them in person and they absolutely love the toys of course it's less than the spirit halloween pack that is 70 dollars yeah, that is it's 15 lights and sounds. It's $30 for the modded wand or 15 for the regular one. $30 to $45 for a small toy pack isn't bad. And that's about how much you'd pay for an extreme Ghostbusters pack in the 90s. There is an RTV trap coming out for the release as well. So there is a trap coming. Quote, hollow, hollow plastic shells and simple proton wand, end quote. That's from, you know, what he said. And I said, are you talking about the original that's Kenner pack? 
because if they tried to release that and you didn't have nostalgic ties to it, you'd just be as pissed. You'd be just as pissed. The fact that you are this upset about a child's plaything when there are other options if you want a better pack for your kid, buy a spirit pack, is ludicrous. This is the problem with Ghostbusters. Yeah, okay, sir. Tell us you're an out-of-touch gatekeeper without telling us you're an out-of-touch gatekeeper. Yeah, it's ignorant. <laughs> Kids love that thing, right? And the thing I like about it over the original Kenner pack, the original Kenner pack didn't even fucking look remotely like either of the packs from the movie. This is or the cartoon, right? That's real Ghostbusters. All that shit came out at different times. The pack came out. The goggles came out at a different time. The trap came out at a different time. The Ecto Charger slime blower came out at a different time. So- also, you reviewed the um, the Fright Features figures, and you have a comment. Someone accused you of something in that video. Oh, lying. It says, oh. the comment says simply, you lied. Oh, and I know. I, I responded, you lied about what? Or I responded, lied about what? This is from Tabby versus Witty. If you're listening, please tell us what Justin uh, who lied has about. has two subscribers and joined eight years ago. So, uh, you know, that's one keep every, up the good work. That's one every four years. Yeah, I lied. What did I lie about? Exactly. Everything. I don't know, but much. it's fucking hilarious, you lying sack of shit. What is the title of that video? Ghostbusters Afterlife Fright Features figures from Hasbro Review. Oh, that's all a lie. All a lie. It's not a review at all. I mean, it is, but, you know, it's funny. <laughs> so that about does it tonight. These yeah. Features aren't even frightening. The only thing I'll say is the straps on this proton pack are way better. And this actually looks like a proton pack, even though there's not a bunch of attachments on there. It's all molded in there. Way more detail than the other one ever had. That's and way cool. more than the other one, too, as far as I know. Because the other one thing was like, flimsy thin plastic that was like air filled mm-hmm. yeah so, come on now like then the old one is only cool because it was the option and you're nostalgic for it which yeah. is perfectly valid i want to get one just for the collection you know because it is still cool that that's what was out then but don't fucking come out and tell me that it's fucking the end all be all cool toy because it's a little yeah, fucking simple really. I will not get drawn into another financial debate, Dennis. I'm really sorry about your problems. I really am, but they are your problems. Like, if you can't afford to buy toys, take that up with your employer. Or here's an idea. Educate yourself so you can fucking afford toys. Thanks, Dad. Had to add that in because it actually is from that scene. If I met that person's mother, I'd want to fucking punch her in the fucking throat and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Be like, you are the fucking reason why people want to regulate women's bodies because you have fucking trash offspring that's dan Aykroyd once said on um saturday night live no if i could go back in time this would encourage people to to be pro-abortion to meet your mother i would abort you yeah this is a pro-abortion argument for this guy yes we should abort him in the past yeah and prevent this comment from ever happening (laughs) (laughs) yes his mother should have used birth control but i mean or just her mouth. I'm halfway tempted to go back in time.